What videotape were you convinced would kill you as a kid if you were forced to watch it in its entirety? My parents had their wedding tape um, recorded onto a VHS. I'm bored already. And it had no <laughs> label except like it said had a big W on it and like a Sharpie, which was black on black. Yeah, and you, you couldn't see really that? see it unless like the light hit it just right. And we'd always grab the tape and be like, oh, what's on this? You know, being kids, you find random tapes in the house. Usually it means porno mm. or it means some kind of like random like, you know, TV show that was recorded like TV, like the, the ABC Sunday movie. Um, and so you'd put it in and it was like the wedding. And we were always like, oh, God, this tape. And we turn it off immediately. And we hated it so much. But we kept like inadvertently putting it back in, not remembering what it was. So I guess that would be the tape. Your parents are living dangerously. Like what if other tapes had gotten into the mix? I don't know what your parents were into, but what if they didn't label anything and you accidentally Oh, found we had labels, but it was like the little paper labels. Romance tape. It was well no, I don't think my God, I don't want to think about that. God damn it, Mark. Anyway, Way that would go. be the tape. The wedding tape was the tape for me. Moving on. Anyway. I don't think I had any tape I thought would kill me. Nothing? Um I mean we had a lot of Unmarked VHS tapes just floating around as well. I guess that was just a thing. Hmm. Um, most of them had copies of my mom's stories. Uh, Explain stories. Uh, soap operas. Interesting. Yeah. So um, hold on. I get old Manny here. What kids these days won't understand is you used to have to record television on VHS tapes. And I remember coming home from school. My mom, you know, she was at work and she'd always tell me, just don't touch the fucking VCR. And then at like a set time, it would just click on. It's like an old school DVR, I believe is what the children would call it now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was very physical sounding. Um, so those tapes are always floating around. I imagine I would have died of boredom watching a soap opera. Uh, bold and the Beautiful was not very bold. Uh, is that the one your mom watched? She watched Bold and story? the Beautiful and Young and the Restless. Those are her Ooh, two stories. My grandma was yeah. into Young and the Restless hard. Yeah. She's been watching those things since before I was born. Okay. Um, so I, I can, I guess those. Yeah, that'll do it. It's interesting you mentioned that because my mother had a tape that was a lot of soap operas recorded back to back. And this is the tape that would have killed me as a child if I had to sit through it. It was, uh, my mom wasn't into Young and Restless. Uh, she was into Guiding Light and As the World Turns. Oh, it was of course. The CBS run, uh, soap operas. Um, anytime that I w- was home, my mother would be watching that, and I would would have killed myself if I had to sit on the couch and watch that. But this tape, in particular, was crafted by evil, because <laughs> after the stories were over, my mother had recorded Richard Simmons sweating to the oldies. Yeah. Wow. She so, didn't call them her stories? She everyone called call, them the soaps. I see. I've heard soap, but most of it was the stories. So that's the tape that would have got me. I would have sat through that boredom, and then my heart would have exploded to sweat into the oldies with Richard Simmons. Wow. Are people still watching soap operas? Yes. Okay. Every once in a while, I catch it in the break room. Well, the thing is, remember, it it shifted because for a while, it was soaps, and they were always during the day. Yeah. But there was also Dallas, which was a soap opera. Back in the day, yeah, there was also like, Melrose Place and 90210, which course. were basically soap wow. operas. Then there was the OC. Um, now there's like Scandal. I mean, now the, the the networks are littered with soap operas every fucking night now. Hmm. Okay. Um, I would just say it just became more of an acceptable uh, form of medium. Uh, Media, yeah, because it was uh, for the longest time that the night was just you know run by sitcoms. Right now, dramas. you've got dramas. And um, if it's not a cop drama, it's likely a, a soap style hmm. drama. So, well, this God is the bless world soap we, operas. This is the world we live in now, fellas. It's depressing. It's not that depressing. <laughs> to each their own, I suppose. 
Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Grave Talk Podcast. My name is Mark. Again, joined with John and Garrett. Fellas, how are we doing today? Anyone? <laughs> no, I think we're just going to stare at each other longingly, <laughs> quietly, and just make, oh, make it real awkward for I'm, you. I'm doing. I'm doing okay, man. I mean, no complaints. Um, I watched The Ring, which is what we're going to talk about today, and yeah. I have some yeah. Thoughts. Thoughts. I have some thoughts and opinions. Well, we have microphones, so we'll catch all those thoughts on tape, <laughs> on VHS tape. Uh, we have descended in the madness. Imagine if that's how we distributed our podcast. You'd have to write in. We like, would be in the, the most hipterous <laughs> assholes Did you say hipterous? Hipsterist. Oh, I thought you said hipterous. You know, I was like, oh, I like this Like in mashup. the old days, they'd send us a little card with, you know, they'd have to write in and then with obviously postage. Send self-addressed Santa, yes. P.O. Box, Pueblo, Colorado. And we'd mail them a tape. We'll include a copy of our punk zine <laughs> printed at the Kinko's. Of course. We should actually just make a fake punk zine for <laughs> We might as well. <laughs> pictures of VHS tapes. Uh, John, what about you? What have you been up to? Um, I watched Night World, a Netflix show. What is that? It's, um, it had, it's not a show, it's a movie. It has Robert, uh... England. England, yeah. And, um, it's alright. It's set, it's very Lovecraftian. I wouldn't necessarily, I don't know if it was scary. Hmm. There were some unsettling parts, um... Some dark imagery, perhaps. Yeah, um, but it was pretty good, to be honest. I really liked it, uh... Does Mr. England uh, play a villain in this, or does he actually play a, a protagonist? He plays a, a supporting character. Okay. Yeah, he's not the main guy. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with whomever the lead actor was, which doesn't say much. He could be very, very famous. I'm just bad at actors <laughs> or actresses. Um, it was good. I don't. I, you can't really talk about the plot without spoiling it. So I would just encourage people go into it kind of blind, and it's a good ride. Okay. Night World. Garrett, you got anything to recommend? Uh, actually, well, or I don't know watch. if I'd recommend it, but <clears throat> I watched the uh, the movie The Woman from 2011. I was at a friend's house, and That's she was very like... vague name. She was like, you should watch this movie. And I was like, okay, what's it about? And she's like, oh, it's not that scary. Of course, when you hang out with people who watch horror movies pretty regularly, a lot of things aren't scary to them. This movie is fucking insane. It's basically when a successful country lawyer captures and attempts to civilize the last remaining member of a violent clan that has roamed the forest of the Northeast Coast for decades. He puts the lives of his family in jeopardy. So that's a general plot synopsis of it. It's like a savage person trying to be It's tamed. basically like, imagine like a wolf child who basically gets captured by a dude who lives kind of out in the country. And then he's like decided he's going to civilize her, kind of make her... Is this like a Tarzan type story? No, no. I I don't want to say too much because this movie has an amazing turn. It, it but actually the whole movie as it progresses it starts getting like just turns. It takes turns. You're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. And it's not so much like like scary turns, but it's just like, holy shit, what is going on here? It is nuts, man. It is gory. It is violent. It is greatly disturbing like you're sitting watching you're like oh no no this is not gonna happen oh this is happening it is nuts man it's it's visceral um i would recommend it if you want something that's like just kind of like holy shit what did i just watch the woman it is messed up at least yeah. i thought so i might have to check that out when i'm done with my trimmers train um, interesting. Tremors 2011. Train. I didn't even hear about it that one. I didn't either. Again, I wouldn't have heard about this stuff, but uh, it was brought to my attention. And um, what started as like, we'll put this on in the background, ended up being like, oh, holy shit, what the hell is going on here? Hmm. Um, 
one of the roughest. It's definitely got some of that like really gory, gory um, effect stuff to it. And it's primal, man. It's ah, it's a hard watch. Hmm. I would recommend it, but it's a hard watch. Interesting. Keep an eye out on that one. So I don't have anything to recommend myself, but I did want to bring up a little bit of news. Um, we've got a release date for the Shining sequel that's happening. Wait, there's a sequel to The Shining? Yeah, in 2013, uh, Stephen King wrote a literary sequel to The Shining. It's called Dr. Sleep. I don't know a whole lot about it. Um, this says that the release date is going to be January 24th, 2020. Ooh. So it's finally got that release date. Um, the story centers around Danny Torrance, who was haunted in the, the original Shining, and it goes into about him being alcoholic, being a little violent, and um, he's still got the Shining powers. I'm interested to see what that's about. But mm-hmm. it's it's kind of odd to to bring a sequel to a story that's, you know, so iconic and old at this point. I feel like that's kind of the way to do it, though. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have forgotten about it. The people who do remember it, it's been so long, they may not remember a, a ton about it. And plus, it has been so long, you can really take some liberties with the characters and make them maybe more believable. I don't know. I feel like that's that might be the way to go. I think at least it's still written by Stephen King, right? It wasn't adapted by somebody else. Yeah, that's but important. Kubrick's dead, right? Yes. yes. Okay. I, that like, knows, I know for everyone that listening like right now, everyone's just like, "You dumb motherfucker!" For like twenty years um, or so. <laughs> no, um, I was like, I was like, that'd be cool if he came back to do it, but that would be cool and terrifying. It, it, it's weird because it, Stephen King's on record for hating that version of The Shining, um, and he's crazy. That man is crazy for hating that. Yeah, version that movie's of the great. Um, I wonder what he feels about that we're just going to make a straight-up sequel to it uh, instead of, like, the obvious go-to in Hollywood these days is to remake, you know? I think he's probably happier about that. Because then they remade The Shining not too long well, ago on, on TV. TV. But he loves that one. That's his preferred version That's of The Shining. That's so weird. It it's is. the one he that he that was involved one. in. Do you think he's going to see this as a sequel to that one rather than the Jack Maybe. Nicholson one? I think he's going to see this as dollar signs. <laughs> That's fair. That's probably what it's going to be. He doesn't mind. He's a hot ticket item right now. I have a question, and this is actually interesting. If, if any of our listeners are writers and you've had this happen to you at all, um, how do you feel about having like your work adapted in a way that maybe you didn't li- I mean, like, is that something you just kind of like check out and be like, all right, whatever. It's a paycheck. I got my money. They do whatever they want to do with it. Or do you like try to go back and remake it the way you wanted it to be? I think each writer would be different. I know, but I mean, it's kind of like not reading YouTube comments when you do like, you know, art or something like that. You just, you just don't either, you should like completely like divest yourself from that or like really get involved and listen to it. I don't know. That'd be tough. I feel like as a creator that you wouldn't want to see your vision diluted in such a fashion. True. But what if it made it to like, imagine writing the shining and then you got Kubrick's version on film. How could you be pissed about that? How could you be upset that you found a way that <laughs> became that amazing? I mean, sure, it may not be exactly what you thought, but I feel like if someone took my art and then like made it that much better, I think I'd have a hard time being upset by that. Well, he would argue it wasn't better. That's 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 his argument. Well, that man's uh, crazy. Uh, he made maximum overdrive, so I don't feel like he gets it to say anymore. <laughs> I think it also depends on why you're doing it. Like, you know, I know quick. Um, Tarantino, he's not really in right now due to him being kind of a dick. Um, definitely a sexual predator. Uh, but he wrote like Natural Born Killers just so that he could sell some shit to go make uh, uh, Pulp Fiction. You know, oh, so sometimes really? you're just writing movies or writing things so that you can get funds to go make what you actually want. I mean, that's so. yeah, okay. I didn't know he did that. That's pretty interesting. 
I don't know. Just a little side note. I just I was just curious about that because I just maybe don't it was see Reservoir could, Dogs. I think he actually did it to go make Reservoir Dogs. I just don't see how you could be mad about someone taking your story and turning it into what we got with Kubrick Shining. I mean, one could argue that he made that better. I suspect there's an interview somewhere where he explains why he doesn't like it. It's, it could be where those artists are protective of their creations or something like but that. But he hasn't gone know? on record against other movies. They made that really shitty Dark Tower movie, and he was like, whatever. Langoliers. I mean, with the list goes on and on with bastardizations of his stories, which are actually like somewhat decent. And he hasn't said boo about those, but The Shining, he's on record being like, fuck that movie. Maybe no one's when, asked him. I was going to say, when there was the last time he was asked about The Shining, like maybe he's used to that now. And I'm I mean, going to find his home him, number, and I'm going to call him with a list of movies. I'm like, I just need your opinion on what you thought of the movie or <laughs> Yay or nay? Uh, it. I think, he, I think he's gone on record as yay for it. Okay. I That's feel cool. like with some of the like the weird changes and like the some of the glaring omissions that we've had so far, I feel like it's... be Again, it'd be hard to be mad at that interpretation yeah. of his story. God, I just don't get it. Well, let's get into oh, The Ring oh, from 2002. Oh. Uh, this one was directed by Gore Verbinski. Uh, PG-13 rating on this guy. It stars Naomi Watts as Rachel, Martin Henderson as Noah, Brian Cox as Richard Morgan, and David Dorfman as Aiden, which is Rachel's son. Uh, pulled in a 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. And here's what the box has to say about this one. I was so happy that Brian Cox was in this. I forgot about that. I, I love like, that, I man. love Brian Cox, dude. He's so cool. He was great in Troy. He's I great in everything he does, dude. Super Troopers. Yeah. He was a uh, striker in X2, X-Men. He um, had a good great. run from like 2000 yeah. to maybe 2006, seven. He was like in every movie that was made. Anytime he pops up in a movie I don't know he's in, I just get a smile on my yeah. face. Like He's still around, still doing stuff. Tremendous work. Well, here's what the box has to say about this one. It begins as just another urban legend, the whispered tale of a nightmarish videotape that causes anyone who watches it to die seven days later. But when four teenagers all meet with mysterious deaths exactly one week after watching such a tape, investigative reporter Rachel Keller, which is Naomi Watts, uh, tracks down the video and watches it. Now the legend is coming true, the clock is ticking, and Rachel has just seven days to unravel the mystery of the ring. Did you guys know originally the movie that was supposed to be in the videotape was Biodome? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> also, you die if you watch Biodome. Wait, no, Gary, you've not seen that film. I've seen that movie way too many times. Dude. I think I should be dead by now, <laughs> once over a million. I think that box quote was all right. I mean... Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. Did, it's there. Didn't touch on the twist. Are these so. the back of VHSs or DVDs? I try to always find the VHS first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And if it was if it was made after that, I go to the DVD. Do you think they rewrite that stuff for like re-releases of DVDs? I've seen different it? versions. Okay. You know, when I'm looking to find I, out, I don't know. I was actually just curious. I was like, I wonder if they rewrite that. Like, whoa, that was pretty convoluted and stupid. Let's just tone that up. No, I think they get worse. <laughs> I think they're oh, yeah? like, I bet the like re-release ones are even more just like as you know this award-winning, amazing, super califragilisticexpialidocious movie that you love. Yeah, we flashback to when we did the Amityville Horror. There was about three or four versions that I had to sift through and a lot of them were longer than the one I chose. So Gore Verbinski uh, did this film. Uh, other directing credits I found uh, most recently and one I was interested in is called The Cure for Wellness. Um, that came out like a year or two ago. Um, also did Rango. Yes, he did. I fucking he, love that movie. But then he's got some knocks. He did The Lone Ranger and we know how well that one <laughs> But he also done. did a couple of Pirates of the Caribbean movies, so it makes sense that he would do yeah. the Johnny Depp Lone well, Ranger sure. also. That's a good point. He did the, the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, I believe. That was his next movie after The Ring. 
Was it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, he did like a couple of the it was pirates. Like one he did year like later, three or four of them, I think. Yeah, I don't know if he did the original, but he might have stepped in for the sequel or something like that. Yeah. What for pirates? Yeah. No, he did the very first pirates. He oh, did he the did. first pirates. He did the second pirates, and then he did, um, I think, the third or the fourth pirates. Also, he's a busy guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The okay. dude. The dude's got some pirate credit. <laughs> pirates well, life for him. Go get your pirate. Um. So this film came out in two thousand two. This was kind of time in uh, horror where we were kind of getting a lot of Japanese mm-hmm. uh, influence, partial remakes, you know, stuff like that. Um, we had The Grudge. There was also... Um, I think this movie it, kicked it off. Is this the one that did I it? think this was the progenitor to all these like uh, Japanese remakes that came over to America. They're like, man, The Ring banked. And, uh, and then The Grudge came and Dark Water. And yeah, because The Ring was 2002 and Grudge was 2004. Yeah. There was also uh, Dark Water with uh, Jennifer Connelly, mm-hmm. and that was a remake. That movie was boring. Yeah, but it was way later. Jennifer Connelly was actually supposed to be in this movie, The really? Ring. And they like, yeah, the, the, the role that Naomi Watts got in this role, movie was like, it like passed through like four different actresses' hands. I can't remember all their names, but like it passed through like, they all turned it down before it came to Naomi Watts. I could not see Jennifer Connelly doing this role. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm, it was it's not a difficult role, right? There's not no. a whole lot of dynamic range to Fair. it. I think uh, Naomi did a great job, though, for what it was. I agree. Um, just to name a couple others that came out around here, like we also got Let the Right One In, Let Me In was maybe around there, Shutter. It was like a, one where you see ghosts and photographs. Wasn't Let the Right One In Swedish, though? Yeah, it was. Okay. I'm just saying these are foreign films oh, that have okay. been adapted to film, for America. Yeah. That was a good movie. Um, and, of course, Recording Quarantine. That's ones we've already done an episode on. What do you guys think of The Ring? I liked it. I really liked it. I thought it was about 20 minutes too long. Yeah. But I would... I, you know what? We, I remember watching this for the, the podcast, and I was like, wow, I actually really enjoy this movie. Like I was like, I didn't remember that I liked this movie so much. It definitely had less scares than like The Grudge and some of the other ones, but it had a much better plot line. It actually flowed much better. The pacing was decent. I'm going to agree with you on a couple of points there. Um, I don't know if I would really qualify this as a horror film more so than a mystery. You know, like she's solving a oh, crime. Oh, it's definitely a horror film. It's I definitely guess, a horror I, film. I, after the film was rolling credits, I was like, was there anything scary in that? I, I don't, don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. There was definitely some scary shit in this movie, you guys. Well, I mean, maybe he, not to you, but... No, no, I, I was, I was going to say, Garrett, you're going to be the one to tell us if there was scary <laughs> stuff because I usually don't get scared at this stuff. But uh, yeah, for me, it was just like, I was almost getting hints of the sixth sense. Yeah. When I was watching Which this. had just come out right. in 99. And I was wondering was if huge... this film was chasing the Sixth Sense money. There, well, it did have the creepy little kid that was a stock foot in all movies that came after the Sixth Sense for like five years. Which they, I bet the casting was like, get us the Damien kid. Yeah. Oh, he's too old now? <laughs> get us the next best thing. I will tell you, I have so much to say about this kid. Like, I w- I'm going to go off on a tangent on this little uh. fucker. Because, my God... That was the weirdest thing in this whole movie. Yeah. Weirder so, than the tape and weirder than the like the monster. It was like this kid was like, what the hell is wrong with him? If there were if there were scary parts in the movie, which I kind of agree with Mark, eh, mm-hmm. uh, they were few and very, very far in between. There was a lot of not scary, just reporter reporting scenes. Like you That's know. why I, I would classify it more as a mystery uh, than I would a horror, but it, more like a mystery with horror elements, It's I guess. supernatural. I mean, there are supernatural elements, yeah. obviously. It's so. a supernatural ghost movie that just happened to have a lot of reporting, you know? I mean... So. Yeah, but you could probably make like a YouTube cut of the scary parts. It'd be about 90 seconds. 
<laughs> I, I think you guys are missing the forest of the trees here. I definitely think this is a horror movie that okay, just happened okay. to have a lot of like build up to the moments that were supposed to be horror. I guess if, I'm not asking for this to be reclassified yeah. or anything like that. I'm just saying like it seems to have its... get Hollywood on the phone. <laughs> well, I suppose if monster movies the ring? can be horror movies, then supernatural mystery movies can also be horror right. movies. Yeah. Well, why don't we kick off this uh, this film? Uh, how does this one get going, Garrett? Well, this one gets going by me watching the copy you had on your Voodoo account and not realizing that it wasn't rewound. So um, <laughs> it, started, it was the it was the end credits. But the thing is, they're so minimal, and the way they show the characters' names, the the, the actors' names, I thought I was watching the beginning of the movie. So just to like, clarify, you resumed playback yeah. on I another device. Playback okay. on another device. Rewound. Was, <laughs> where you where you left it at the very end credits, and I was like, wow, I. I really like these minimal kind of like black and white screened credits. I was like, this is really kind of subtle. I like this. And then the, the, the credit scroll of like first unit director gaffer. And I was like, I think this might be the end. And I paused it. And I was like, holy shit, I'm watching the end. I got like maybe like a minute and a half in before I realized I was like, I really like this aesthetic choice. And I was like, Oh wait, I'm watching the end of this movie. So I had to rewind it back to the very beginning, but um, it starts with two teen girls mm-hmm. in their house having a conversation that no teen girl in the year 2002 was having with their friend ever. Wait, what conversation were they? They were having? like, "Oh, I hate TV. Too much electromagnetic radiation in the air." <laughs> Look, I was a teenager in 2002. We were not having conversations about the electromagnetic radiation of television. I did have conversations so, about hating TV back then. Sure, I always just if they had been TV. like, "It's really boring." No, they were talking about TV giving brain cancer. Like they come some, from a long line of conspiracy theorists. Some Alex <laughs> Jones type shit. Oh, man. Yeah, so they're, they're having a conversation, and then um, at some point, one of them brings up that they went to a cabin with her boyfriend, and the girl's like, oh, you lying bitch. You told me that you were such and such. And mm-hmm. she's like, did you fuck him? Or no, she says like, did you, what did you guys do? And she's like, oh, you did it. It was like really cryptic about basically having sex. And then out of nowhere... She's like, have you heard about this video that if you watch it, you yeah. die after The conversation seven days? did not flow at all. Oh, no. It was very much like talking points. It was like a CNN, yeah. like, you know, hour, like, you know, like next headline. Um, Breaking. Yeah. Have you seen the tape? <laughs> and so, like, she's like, what do you mean? How did you know? How did you know? And she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, we watched that tape up at the cabin. No, but she was way le- like more just like nonchalant about it. She's like, yeah, I watched that tape. No, she seemed like she was, but she, you find out she was trying to play a gag, like, like, oh my god, we watched it, and it's oh, been seven yeah. days, and now I'm gonna die, and she fakes it, and her friend's like, oh, you dumb bitch, like, stop playing with me like that, and then you find out they actually did watch the tape, right? And then shit starts going down. And yeah, the TV starts turning on, and her friend like is upstairs, so she goes downstairs for something I don't to know, go to water. the fridge. She yeah, and then the TV turns on, and she turns it off, then it turns on again, and she's like. Oh, friend's name that we, you know, we do see again later, it actually. It doesn't matter, really. Yeah, but, oh, unimportant person, stop fucking with me. It's like, how do you think your friend's doing this? And yeah. the, the the friend just vanishes. Like, you don't see her for the rest of this, like, Well, no, she's, she's, she's upstairs. Yeah, she does. We do find, so, spoiler, the girl dies. Ha, crazy, right? Uh, and we see her all. Well, the girl, the girl who watched the video. Yes is actually dead like she it's so the video really happened after seven days yeah, and you see her, her distorted face and everything but ring what i mean face. like while her friend is downstairs dying like we don't really see right, the we, we don't hear about like how did she not die and uh, how did she not hear her friend screaming downstairs whenever well uh, we do see she did because when she, she comes back in the interview she's all crazy later yeah. but i'm talking in the moment oh why when didn't the, she run the down killing is happening the friend is yeah. nowhere to be well found. no 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 the thing is though is like people, don't, people don't scream because later on in the movie when another character dies because of this he doesn't make a sound 
So Fair. maybe maybe it's just like because the thing is it, we're we're led to believe that this entity, and we'll call it that until we get more into it, um, scares you to death. Because remember, that, like yeah. the doctor's like, it's so weird that her heart just instantly stopped. And I mean, people who have heart attacks don't go, "Oh God, Elizabeth, I'm coming." You know, most of it's like just like. And then they just get kind of quiet and like deal with Fair. that. So maybe when it scares you to death, you don't get a chance to make a noise. Maybe now, granted, up to the point where it comes at you, she maybe you should make, be screaming your yeah. balls off. But you know, maybe that's just not how it works. And she was making a ruckus about that's other what I things. Thought, was yeah. like there was noise going on. The friend didn't seem to even notice anything was happening downstairs. Plot hole, Mark. That's, but I don't that's, know. Uh, so I'm, the friend goes back upstairs to the room where she left the uh, the one who had watched the video. Goes to open the door, and there's a puddle of water all over the ground. Like, there's water leaking out of the room and off the door handle. The friend opens the door and then sees her friend's face contorted and twisted and dead. Looks like it's been dead for, like, you know, months. Um, it's scary as shit. I don't care what you guys say. The The friend's face, when she opened the door and looked at it, I was like, nope, I'm, I'm done. That... I was like, I'm going to see that tonight when I close my ring eyes. Ring face is pretty scary. I'll give it that. But it's just, there's not enough of How it. How would you describe ring face? <sighs> I don't know. Zombie-ish? Yeah. Like bluish, drowned Your mouth skin, is perhaps. open always, it seemed like. Contorted and to the side. Zombie, yeah. petrified, contorted, twisted, dead for like cadaverish. I mean, like it's yeah. it's it's an amalgamation of uh, random bullshit. <laughs> so yeah. right? Make it's- it creepy. So the friend dies, cut to, smash cut to, um, it cuts right to the funeral, right? No. No. Uh, we get introduced to Naomi Watson, her son, Aiden. Um, oh, at school. That's right. Right. Like it cuts yeah. to the school where the kid's drawing a picture. What's the kid's name? Aiden. So, Aiden. Aiden. Yeah. Aiden's drawing a picture at his desk. The teacher's sitting at a desk. And it's like a creepy fucking picture. Oh, yeah. And then the, the mom is walking up to pick up her kid after school at the school. And like she's on the phone with her boss because she works as a reporter for a newspaper, the mm-hmm. Seattle Post. And um, she's like, if you cut my story, I'll take that red pencil and gouge your eye out. And I was like, did she just threaten her boss with physical violence like over the phone in front of a teacher? It was like, and then so she walks in to pick up her kid. She's like, I'm sorry I'm late. I'm trying to find a babysitter for him. And then the teacher's like, I want to talk to you about some stuff. And then we discover Naomi Watts is a terrible parent. She is a horrible mom. I made a note that was like, this mom is bad. Yeah. Just <laughs> really. Has, yeah. The dynamic between uh, mother and son is bizarre. Like, she allows her kid to call her by her first name. Well, yeah. We'll get more of that when I get right The there. dynamic with the teacher is bizarre. The teacher's like, yeah, I have this signi- like serious concern. And she's just like, look, he's just working his way through it. Fucking mind your business, teacher. You find out that Aiden is related to the girl who died in the first scene, that it yeah. was his, like, his cousin. cousin. Think, yeah. And they used to hang out together. And so the teacher's like, Look at these terrible drawings that your son is drawing. I have some concerns that he's maybe not taking this too well. And the mom is like completely dismissive of like, he's just processing how he needs to process it. Don't worry about him. He's fine. She's like, no, look at these drawings. And she's like, they were close. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. I get that. The teacher's like, I get that. But this is concerning. The mom's just like, eh. And the reason reason being is because those drawings were from three months ago. Yeah. They were old drawings. So he's been drawing that creepy shit before. And the picture was basically of his his cousin dead in the ground. And she's like, he's he's drawing these pictures of his cousin dead. And she's like, well, he's just processing. And she's like, he drew these before she died. Yeah. And the mom's just like, oh, so that's a thing. 
Well, worry about that later. And they really try to play up this like connection between Aiden and his cousin, uh, the first person who died. But I don't think the movie put in enough work to make me care about it. Oh, yeah, they you keep, don't give a shit. They kept saying, oh, they were so close, they were so close. They, like, they just kept telling me, but they didn't show anything. Like, there was like a photo here and there on like a yeah. desk that had them hanging out. It's like whatever. the most cursory like, yeah. attempt to make me they, care. Like you said, they, they, wanted to let, they wanted you to know it, but they weren't willing to spend the time to actually yeah. show it. Yeah, it was... So then we do get to the funeral. Um, smash cut to the funeral. Smash cut to everything in this movie. Right. Well, smash well, cut. No, we do miss another. We're not. We don't need to get in details. But Naomi Watts shows she's a terrible mom by not being able to dress herself. And then oh, we right. get to oh, the funeral. Aiden's like house. laying out the clothes for the funeral. Yeah, she's like, "Have you seen my black dress?" Which is a totally normal question to ask like a nine-year-old boy who's your son. Uh, oh no! Before okay, I'm sorry. I hate to do this, but like before that, you go home after they went to the school. She's tucking Aiden in, and he's like, "Rachel." Do you think we have much time left? Or some like something about death. And she's like, what do you mean? He's like, before we die. And he's talking to her like a grown psychiatrist would talk to a patient. And she's just like accepting like, oh, this is normal. And he keeps calling her Rachel. Mm-hmm. Won't call her mom or anything like that. And he's got I this tone. I think all that, kids go through a phase though, where they test that out. So maybe he's just in but, that phase. But he's talking like this the whole time. He does talk like a grown up. The screenwriter. You're just like, whoa, dude! It's like any inflection of a child, never. Yeah, the screenwriter comes very through in Aiden's dialogue. It's not how a child talks; it's how a grown up imagines a very smart kid would talk. I posed. I was like, "Do you think this kid's got Benjamin Button disease, and he's actually an 86 year old man in a child's body?" Because he was talking like a seasoned veteran adult who basically had been through some shit. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's how they're trying to portray him as being not like his peers, right? He's beyond his age and maybe in, in terms of understanding, and there's something more deeply. Yeah, they turned that nozzle to like 11, him. man. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, he, there's, there's no subtlety to that. So that he goes to sleep after basically kind of being like, we're all going to die, blah. And she's like, and she doesn't seem phased, like, oh, that's my kid's obsessed with no, us. She dying. does care because he, she was like, uh, he's like, oh, my cousin, whatever her name was, knew that she was going to die in seven days. And and she told me one weird thing to tell a kid. But yes. anyway, and then Naomi Watts was like, oh, all right, well, that's a little weird. But all right, go to bed. Yeah, didn't seem to care. Like, okay, that's useful information, <laughs> yeah. but whatever. Then cut to the morning where they're trying to get dressed. The mom can't dress herself. She can't find her clothes. And she's like... Aiden, have you seen my black dress? And like the kid has laid it out on the edge of the sofa for He's her. He's already dressed and put He's doing his tie. tie. He's doing his tie. I, I was like, I was like, does this kid have like a nine to five job? Is he like the breadwinner of this house? Is she like maybe this is a Benjamin Button thing where he actually has a side job, he goes to school, he takes care of his mom. Because that kid has got everything together and this mom is a train wreck. Yeah. But um anyway, maybe so he just assumed the responsibility that needed to be filled cuz she was a neglectful hey, mother. Oh, look at you. Ooh, That's true. Mark closing holes. So anyway, they're they're getting dressed to go to the funeral at the cousin's house. And the funeral is important because this is where we start to get details of what's going on as Rachel, which is Naomi Watts, she's the investigative reporter that's kind of starting to put piece this together. There's a group of the, uh, I think Beth is the name of the girl that died, um, the friend of Aiden's, Mm -hmm. cousin of Aiden's. Um, There, she overhears them talking about the seven days in the VHS tape. She very awkwardly goes out to try to be cool, Aunt. She's like, when I was your age, I was getting high and fucking whatever else she it was, was saying. So, it was so like blatant. It was like, <laughs> yeah. hey, young students. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like when like, Steve Buscemi dressed, it was like, <laughs> yeah, hey, young go-getters. You're just like, oh, my God. How do you do, fellow kids? What? 
Do you have any of those cigarettes? I yeah. want to be cool with you. It was so bizarre. Um, but they obviously, you know, exposit all the information we as the audience need to know to her. Right. She finds out that there was a camping trip over at a cabin uh, area. There was videotapes that was watched. Um, is seemingly the boyfriend of Beth also died at the exact same time and same day. Right. So that kicks off her investigative nerve, and she's going to go solve. Notably, this. did not kick off the police investigative nerd. No nope. nerve nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Four teenagers from the same school who all know each other all died at the exact same time, and the Everybody police the same location. Yeah, police were like, eh. Fucking things happen. What do you no, want no, from us? I don't think the police did anything. Yeah, they just, they could not have cared less. They didn't re, like, if, does it, uh, yeah, it's it's frustrating that the the, the lack of uh, oversight that the cops would have in such a, uh, like, there capacity. would be an investigation. That'd be a big deal. Yeah. Um, it's also worth mentioning that at this funeral, uh, Rachel finds a receipt or a stub to collect some film that was being developed. Um, that's going to come play in a later. A so. Beth, right? A Beth, yeah. yeah. Um, so she she goes, she finds a pay, like a, a receipt for those pictures. She goes mm-hmm. and picks up the pictures, gets them, and it's actually the trip of the four kids up at the cabin, mm-hmm. which I'm assuming is like northern, like um, Washington, yeah, Seattle, never, Washington. It's got to be the Seattle area. Yeah, it's got to it be feels definitely like. in that area. Um, so. And all the kids' faces are blurred out. Everyone who watched the tape and all the photos, their faces are distorted and blurred, and you can't make out their faces anymore. And Which I imagine was probably pretty cool in 2002 before Photoshop. Oh, it but was I got to cool. tell you, 16 years later, it's like, oh, yeah, they just put a little twirly filter on there. Yeah, eh. you take the smudge brush and you <laughs> yeah. click and move it, and then there you got I the I think same more effect. of it was the fact that like their faces on film yeah. were being smudged, but only those unique areas. Right. So she sees that, and she's like, well, this is just really weird. She goes back to her office where her boss is like, you're fired. You're doing a terrible job. You don't belong here anymore. And she's like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not fired. And he's like... I said you're fired. And she's like, I'm not fired. I'm working on something. And he's like, okay. And walks away. I was like, he's like that'd be great. He's like, what is it? And she just goes, get out of here. She, she waves him yeah. And then he's just like, well, like, I guess she's on to <laughs> yeah. something. Did I just best. assumed it was some weird dynamic that they had. Like, he probably says that every morning. You're fired. Okay. Get yeah, it did feel like a routine. But yeah. it was like, that's not a routine that a yeah, normal person would have with their boss. Right. <laughs> it definitely was weird. And then she, she decides that she's going to go up to the cabin. This immediately pulled me out of the movie because it made no sense. She gets to the cabin. And then she's like, hey, do you remember some teenagers up here? Oh, I'm looking right. for my uh, niece. And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember these kids. They didn't pay. It's weird. Sometimes kids don't pay. They were in cabin 12. They didn't pay. It's like, okay, in (laughs) 2000. (laughs) Yeah, he's so nonchalant about it. Anyway, they didn't pay. And kids like that sometimes don't. Miss? Look, in 2002, you weren't getting a room key without putting out a credit card. This movie didn't take place Maybe, in 1950. I mean, this is out like, in rural BFE. No, because when she rents a room, he makes her give her the credit card No, no, first. she offers it up. Like, I think that's why he's like, so like, okay, I'll hook this girl up. She's right. willing to pay me in advance. Fair enough. But the, it. I really thought the guy was going to pressure her to pay. Yeah, it was very weird. It By was, the way, it was so weird. they didn't pay. To be, yeah, wink, to be wink, like, oh, uh, I don't know. I just didn't get any money. I think that's why she but, got the room, though, because she offered to pay in advance kind of feel. But then he was like, yeah, I remember them. They were a bunch of whiners about the TV. That's why we have those videos over there, because you know we're in some BFE place that doesn't have and TV like reception. It was tapes, and she gravitated straight to the one without a box, a case, anything <laughs> yeah, on it, and just picked it up. Well, it kind of looked out of place, because it was the only thing without any kind of identifying Fair. mark. But it did seem like a little too obvious. Like She knew, like, there it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little piece of paper that she says, like take this line. one yeah. above it. 
It's the camera zoomed in on it as if we automatically were supposed to know, like, well, right. there it is. So then she gets the tape, which also, how did the tape get back from the cabin? Because in the they were all terrified when they finished watching. I mean, I guess maybe the maid did it. I think yeah. I'll give maybe the, the guy who cleans it up was like, oh, I better so take this back. So they put the tape back, and um, then she gets the tape, goes to the cabin, and that's where she watches and it. And this cabin, this pissed me off, because this cabin is next to the edge of like the creepiest fucking woods. It's like Seattle, <laughs> so it's like in fog. It's. It looks like it's in the middle of nowhere. It looks like she had to like walk maybe a quarter of a mile to this cabin. There's no TV, so it's in the middle of. It gotta is be nowhere. Secluded, which yeah. I guess for some people is great, but it looked so creepy. I was like, I would never want to stay. I would not feel comfortable being this far out away from everything in this creepy of a place. Uh, some people love I think that. There's man, people yeah. that would, like, oh, I, absolutely. But for me, I was just like, nope. I would ask to stay closer to the main office. Yeah, I would actually totally love to stay in places like that because um, I enjoy camping like away yeah. from the KOA. And well, the, then and I the hope you, like I hope you never have a situation like this, Mark. Imagine well, being somewhere you're with danger, baby, <laughs> where email can't get you. That'd be amazing. Email's the yeah. new ring. You know, it's just chasing you down everywhere. The inbox. Just beware when I ask you to watch a VHS tape after one of my trips. After the movies you guys and me watch for this, I'm wary anytime you tell me to watch anything. Okay. <laughs> So uh, at this time, I think while she's doing her investigative reporting, she's getting kind of the results of Beth's autopsy back. And I made well, she note of this. She watches the tape of the thing, right? Yeah, she watches the tape. Oh, back. yeah. Let's not skip the part that oh, she, she watched in it there? the cabin. She puts the goddamn tape in the TV and yeah, watches this fucking video. I thought she took it home. I, I think could she be does. wrong. No, she watched it and then, and then takes, takes it, it home, home because oh, she's right. like, oh, shit. Because that's when she talks to her man friend and is like, hey. The baby daddy. Yeah. And he's like, she's like, look, I found this fucking weird video. And she's like, uh, do I want to make him watch it? He's like, I'll just watch it. Well, let's, let's, can we talk about the video for a minute, though, before we get into Well, he calls further. it a very student film, which yes. was the best salt anyone's ever put on a video yes. ever. So she takes it back after watching it, kind of like, huh, that was weird. She does make the baby daddy, which we don't find out as the baby daddy. We take it as like her like random dude friend. Yeah, guy His name friend. is Noah. 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 Okay. And she's like, hey, watch this tape. With no fucking hesitation, she no, because she him... tells him not no, to watch she it. Want oh, him does to she? Watch it. Yeah. Okay, that's right. He's like, just show it to me. Yeah, he's it's like, what? Well, it's just video. a tape. Stop a being shit. weird. And she's like, no, don't watch. I mean, she didn't really put up a big fight. She's like, she also didn't know how serious this was at this point. She was either. like, no, don't watch. Oh, you watched it. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, and he, he, like he says, it's a very student film. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sick burn, that's dude. Such a great <laughs> insult. Because and it's... to be fair, the video was very student filmy. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to talk about the tape? So let's talk about the tape. You want to talk about the content of the tape? Well, I, I wanted to mention that, like, you know, it was very student filmy, and that it basically it was okay. a bunch of like random it looks art like film, a weird Dada piece or something. Yes, yeah, it's just random, randomly strung together, creepy imagery that didn't seem at, uh, right away to be connected in any didn't seem any relevant form of at all. As she does her investigative reporting, you find out that these scenes do actually mean something. They tie together. Yes, yeah, yeah. so they're all like, like I want to say, like maybe a second or two clips of random imagery. It's very student film. It's very, um, it's got static in it it's got weird effects on it and yeah. then um so that's the tape and then it ends mm-hmm. and then um so she makes doug watch doug um noah noah so yeah then she's then noah's like all right let me bring it back to my lab you got all the video equipment which was so cool it was so early 2000s his but lab it's was like, his apartment though wasn't yeah it? pretty much okay. but it's like this is legit and he's like all right i'm gonna try to do some crazy shit with the tracking and suddenly she's like let me do it I'm the expert here, even though I asked you for your help. And I thought I she fucked this. up his machine 
They la- they like laughed at each other room, later. Yeah, but it looked like she fucked it up. He's tr- like they see they see an anomaly on the tape that looks like if they could freeze frame it, they yeah. could see a piece of the picture on the far right side. So, so they're for, like manually me, holding the tape. What I was watching when I from what I could tell, it looks like they were finding some sort of imagery outside of the tracking. Yeah, he, he talks film. about a control track. Yeah, so it's almost like you're trying to bend the tape itself, the cellophane, yeah. to see imagery that may to be stretch there. it out to kind of see what yeah. was on there behind. It was the very cool from an early 2000s VHS tape point of view. Yeah, it was I very, really very interesting. Um, and so basically, they're both kind of fighting for control to like slow it down so they can kind of stretch that tape. Yeah. And they she was up, in the wrong there. She, oh, was she just was let totally that man do his wrong. job. Like, um, so they end up breaking the tape. Yeah. No, no, no. Didn't she make a copy before this? She when brings the copy. copy. A copy yeah, was yeah. made. So she she brings the tape back from whatever. She's like makes him watch it, and then she's like, "That's weird." She goes and makes a copy of the tape. Okay, which is going to be very important later on. Right. She makes a copy of the tape and then gives the copy to Noah to take a look at, and that's when they start fucking with it, mm, find the weird okay. imagery, and they break the copy because the original is still in existence um, in her possession. Yeah. And so they and break. Noah that had tape. watched the tape in its entirety at this point. Yeah, right. So, so he's, he's on the now countdown on the too. timer. Yes, he's on the seven days. And the thing is, after you watch the tape, you get a phone call, and it says you have seven days before you die. So right. well, it just someone, says seven days. Yeah, seven days. You better figure that shit out yourself. <laughs> yeah. What she's talking <laughs> There's about? There's no instructions. <laughs> Seven days in a week. You're right, scary <laughs> person on the phone. And so. Um, so Noah gets the phone call. At that point, she's like, oh, there might be something legit here because she already thinks this might be real. She makes Noah watch it. And then Noah's girlfriend comes home and she's acting real weird at this point. Yeah, she's like an intern slash assistant slash girlfriend. This is just to give us some side story to their dynamic, uh, Noah and Rachel. Yeah. Noah and Rachel, they were an item and had Aiden uh, back in the day. So this assistant is clearly laying on some affection Onto Noah, which upsets Rachel, and she leaves, and she's like, "I thought you were more mature than this by now." Which I don't understand what he did. He was just at his home saying he hi he to his, like, his girlfriend, his and yeah. I think she was just like, you know, like There's I'm comfortable some... the fact that we don't live together or we have a kid that we don't share custody yeah. on. But how dare you see someone else after me? It's probably some deep seated thing where she hopes they'll get back together right, and she, raise the kid they, or something. Once again, there's no work done there to build that emotional, right. like, so that's like I, oh, we'll, well save it, it was, to the it end. It was but. to reveal later to. Uh, not only Aiden, but the audience, like, by the way, this dude's your dad. Right. In the one dumbest conversation, oh, yeah, mom told me about it. She the said you were time, young, the too. The only time in the entire movie that he actually refers to her as mom. Right. Good point. The rest of the time, he calls her Rachel. To everyone else, he says Rachel. But that one time, he refers to her as mom, which was so, that made it weird for me, because I was like, <laughs> did he just call her mom? <laughs> but, yeah, so... Um, also, the kid's seven. When did y'all have that conversation? You see, your dad and I were really young, and... I think like, Again, she's a bad mom. I yeah. think she just dumps all her problems on this kid. And the kid's like, well, I better grow the fuck up because someone in this family needs to. Jesus Christ. So <laughs> Aiden, mama needs a gin and tonic. Get over there. And- so more investigating happens. I and- do want to make one mention, yeah. though, um, just to kind of harken back to how shitty these police are. Um, at some point in the film, they say the, do- the Beth's cause of death was her heart stopped. Yes. yes. The doctor was like, I've never seen a 16-year-old's heart just stop. No mention of her being zombified and fucking <laughs> gross looking. Like, just yeah. let's gloss right over that. Yeah. Her heart stopped. That's what killed her. Are you sure? Look yeah. at her. Definitely heart stopping. The body does not do this after your heart stops. That's not a side effect of having <laughs> a heart attack. You see how scared her face is? 
Yeah. Anyway, I just I really wanted to mention that. So um, then they do more investigating, and Rachel's like, "All right, I need to take this tape to some kind of super VCR." Um, and she goes to this archival place, I guess. I well, think like, it was her job. Was it her job? Yeah, she okay. Goes, uh, she goes like, to the, the she goes to, footage or whatever. Yeah, so she gets this like super VCR, and the lady was like, what footage are we watching? And Rachel's like, we're not watching anything. You need to leave. <laughs> you get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you need to piss off right now. At this yeah. point, Rachel is fully invested in the fact that she's got seven days to figure this out before she dies because enough evidence has happened. Because a few random scenes have happened where like, She's in her bathroom and she starts coughing uncontrollably and she pulls these long strands of oh, wet yeah. hair out of her throat. Oh, yeah. Had that already happened? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so basically random things were happening to kind of make her realize, oh, this is real. I've got to solve this. At this point, she's kind of worried for Noah because she right. made Noah watch it. And, well, and Noah's still not bought Noah. in. He's not fully committed to this. He's like, all right, I'll help you yeah. out. But I think you're being a little bit kind of fucking And nuts. while she's doing archival footage shit, he like goes and meets the rudest store clerk ever. Because it cuts to him buying cigarettes, but it's just this girl, and she's like, you're going to die. And we're like, what's... And then it's like, you know, my cousin smoked two packs a day, and then he got cancer. And it's like, nobody talks to each other like that. That's just not anything anyone would say. You'd be very fucking surprised. There's some people out there that when they find out you smoke, every word that comes out of their mouth is like, you're going to kill you, you know? Like, it happens. A total straight... When you're (laughs) at a, a... I mean, she didn't know him. She was just a it doesn't person matter. Mark's right, selling cigarettes. Random people will oh, okay. just basically like, well, ugh, smoker. What you're, you're like, doing is disgusting, wrong, and it will kill you. Like, they, crazy. They get very heated about it for out some reason. Nowhere, out of well, she city. was like, you're going to die. And he was like, well, you know, my cousin. And then he looks up. He, he has a, like a CCTV setup. Yeah, there's, um, there's a security camera at the store. Yeah. And he can see the monitor on their And their his desk. face is all swirly. And he's it's like, oh. blurred out like the photos of everything and so he's like holy shit what is going on so so we need to mention that while Rachel's doing her tape work at work she finds the lighthouse is the image that she sees within the tracking or the side area of the tape and that's what leads her to find out where this is and then we get another fantastic montage of people searching the internet yes (laughs) we did and she finds out that near this lighthouse there used to be a horse farm this cracks me up because if you like I actually wrote this note down uh, where is it? Oh, I can't find it right now. But like, it's basically you find out that near this lighthouse, there was a horse farm where a family lived. And this woman died on the horse carrying her child. Uh, suppose this is what the story says. And then all these horses went and jumped in the water and committed horse suicide. <laughs> and there's horse all these like, graphical photos of like these horses laying on the beach, like beached whales, like near this lighthouse. It's, it's the weirdest story. You're like, holy shit. But yeah. it's definitely creepy. And she's like, I'm going to go check this out. But now I have a question real quick before we get further into this. At this point, Noah's like, hey, what's going on? This yeah, might be real. I believe I've seen you. my face. I believe you. And she's like, check this out. I found this place where the horse suicides took place. <laughs> I'm going to go check it out because I think it's related to um, one of the ladies in the video. Because the, the woman's face in the video matches a photo that she finds while investigating. Right. right. Um, so she's like, oh, and this she is finds probably- that lighthouse photo too that perfectly matches oh, the frame. Perfectly. It's, it's, it's wonderful movie. Like, yes. you know, like they, they could be laid right on top Two of each other. Puzzle pieces. And so she's like, I'm going to go look here because I think this is the next piece of the puzzle. Um, now I have a question and I'm going to kind of spoil something. Does the kid watch the tape before she goes out or is it after she comes back that the kid watches the tape? Because we get a scene, and I apologize. No, it's if I'm gonna... before she comes back. You're right. Okay. Or before she leaves. So basically, Noah believes her. 
She's like, I'm going to go check this place out tomorrow. She goes home. The kid is not, the kid is like going to bed. She tucks him in. She's really worried at this point because she's got to figure something out or she's going to die. And then out of nowhere, as she's looking at this like data about the horse suicide farm, um, it's so weird to say out loud. <laughs> um, she hears the TV turned on and she like, oh it's my. It's that ring noise. Yeah. When the, it like, when the, the shows the symbol. Yes. It's like this weird, creepy noise. She runs into the room and her kid is sitting in front of the, the TV on, and everyone watches this video on their knees, like two feet away from the yeah, TV, which no watches. one does. Um, he's watching it and he just finished watching it and she goes, no. Like yeah. It's her best acting in the whole movie, to be takes honest. Takes the tape out, throws it underneath. Where the couch. was she storing that tape? Why would that kid have access to I the tape? I think she left it in the VCR. I think what? she's a bad she, mom. She totally it, did. She's a terrible mother. Move, yeah, man. she left it out in the VCR. The kid watched it and he's like, What's wrong, Rachel? And she's like, starts crying uncontrollably. He's like, why did you watch it? He's like, I don't know, I couldn't sleep. Yeah. That's literally <laughs> what he says. Yeah. It's, it's the, God, his dialogue is terrible. But anyway, this, this so is when it's revealed to the audience that Noah is the father. He watched the tape. Who, who watched the Our son. Yeah, she says our son, yeah. and that's the big reveal. Again, at this point, I was like, how long do you think they wanted to fuck? And then like that revealed, and I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah. they've already done that then. And I think that's like her new driving motivation, more than saving herself okay. to go investigate this horse suicide farm. Exactly. Now, this is the next step in that. Now, she's really motivated because she yeah. not only has to save herself, and Noah, she has to save their kid. She's so motivated, she gets on a ferry that conveniently has a horse. But hold on. Before we get to that, I want to point something out from like a viewer's perspective. So the whole movie, they're like day one, and then some stuff happens, and it's like day two, some stuff happens, day three. About halfway through this movie, it says day seven, and after seven days, you die. I was like, holy shit, there's half a movie left, and we're already on day seven? Like, I was like, how long is this fucking thing? It was a very long movie. It's it almost two, two hours. Almost two two yeah. hours, but like, yeah, day seven happens like halfway through the movie, and I was like, oh my God, we have so much to do today. <laughs> she lollygags. And then she gets on the ferry. Wait, are you yeah. feeling the, you're feeling the scheduling of having to do chores? <laughs> on, oh man, day seven is going to last so long. Let's get to it. Let's get through it. Yeah. I was like watching, I was like, oh, okay, we're making good progress. And then it was like day seven, and I paused it. Because I was like, I was going to get something to drink. And I paused it real quick. And I was like, oh, my God, we're like halfway through. I was like, there's going to be so much bullshit packed into day seven. <laughs> yeah, she has a busy day. And to be fair, it's all paced really well. It didn't feel like it went on too long. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so she gets on a ferry. Right. While she, at the same time, we need to mention, when she is going to the ferry, Noah has been tasked to go to a funny farm to look into what happened with Anna. Because she was committed at some point before she died. Um, and there's and, some medical files that yeah, he, does he wants to look at. very poorly. Yeah. And Anna is the mother who supposedly died on this uh, horse suicide island <laughs> and had the daughter. Both of them right. died. And yeah. she's featured in this film, the, the ring film that right. kills you. And she's also in those news articles that Naomi found, or Naomi, that Rachel found. So yeah. she's like, hey, go look into this person because this might be connected. And his ingenious idea is to walk to the front desk and go, I need to see the records for a patient named Anna Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, are you family? Who are you? Why are you doing here? And he's like, no, nah, I'm just a guy. You think that <laughs> Rachel being an investigative reporter could have given some hot tips when yeah. they were trying to acquire information. And so they're like, no. And then he's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I've done it before. I've been up there. And they're like, bro, it's in the basement. Nice try. The record rooms are downstairs, guy. And then we find out, oh, it's all a ruse so he could find out where the room is. All he knows is it's one room of many. Yeah. In anyway, so he does manage to get in there and uh, and find the data that he's after. 
Yeah, and is it is this where he tries to find the videotape? Because yes. my favorite character in the whole fucking film is the guy that's in charge yeah. of the files room. So I think he gets the data, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm her dad." And he's the 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 attendant there is like, "Really?" He's like, "Oh yeah, it's all just moisturizer and exercise." Yeah. I'm not an idiot. You try and walk out of here with my file, and I'll be on you like white on rice. You understand? No, man. I just want to watch it. I'm responsible for every file tape in here. I have a system, and I don't want anyone disarranging it. I'd never disarrange. Long as we understand each other. Okay, now, man. Does it say who, who was the last person who watched it? Yeah. It was you. As he's at the, the facility doing the research, uh, Noah is, he finds out that she had a daughter, Samara, and that Samara was actually in this facility, and they recorded her, like, sessions, her... Um, yeah. With the doctor. Right. Yeah, with the doctor. Not very well, mind you. They do a really piss-poor job Oh, no, it's a really piss-poor job, but, like, he's, like, he finds out there's a tape of these recordings, so he goes down to the, the archive basement, where your favorite character, Mark, is uh, all, like, him. he's, like, he was he's, like, I need this great. tape, and this dude's, like, fuck you, no one touches my files. I know they're right, because I'm the one that puts them there. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I'm going to let you watch it. I know you're bullshitting me right now, <laughs> but you better hand this tape back, and we're going to put this shit back into place. And he grabs a VHS cassette case, opens it up, and the tape is missing. And he's like, oh, I'm angry now. Because <laughs> this dude, like, basically, he's like, no one fucks in my system, and that's how I know everything's right. And then he opens it up, and it's not there, and he's like, oh, hell no. Yeah, yeah it was fantastic. He was great. Uh, you find out later that the father, Richard yeah. Morgan has the tape in his possession. And John, we get to the ferry. Finally, Smash the ferry. Cut to the ferry. <laughs> Which, I actually like, this was a solid scene, except Rachel continues to prove that she is a failure as a functioning adult. She's so bad at life. So she's, she's on this ferry. There happens to be a horse. She somehow wiggles her way near the horse and she's like what's up buddy and the horse is like i want nothing to do with you it's like the horse knows she's marked for death or something right, right? That's <laughs> exactly what we're at. But which kind of ties into why all those horses commit a suicide uh-huh. on the island but instead of doing what a reasonable adult would do is be like okay i'm pissing off this animal let me just go away she's like i'm just gonna keep talking to you it's okay it's totally fine animal and the horse is so pissed. He so he, he breaks <laughs> She's that free. person at the party who doesn't get yeah. the hint that you just want to get away from him. Yeah. So she, the horse breaks free, and this everything that happens is a hundred percent Rachel's fault. So the horse breaks free, loses its little horse mind, then tries to like charge at Rachel, who doesn't know how to run away from anything. She runs to the end of the bus or bus boats, <laughs> and this poor horse just jumps into the water. And that made me really sad. I was like, that fucking horse did not have to die if Rachel had two brain cells she could rub together. But he doesn't just drown. He gets chopped up by the fairy blades, <laughs> you know, and it's just a pile of blood behind the boat. <laughs> so the thing is, the horse and then the jumps the fairy up. honks its horn. <laughs> no, the, the horse runs to the front because she runs the front of the boat the horse charges at her she ducks the horse like jumps over her falls into the water and i was like oh that's a pretty intense scene yeah, first then- i was like that horse would rather kill itself than hang out with rachel <laughs> but then like everyone runs to the back of the boat to like see oh is the horse still floating in the water and yeah. all you- every single person on the ferry runs to the back to is the horse okay the horse is not okay no you see blood spurt out from the propellers and this little girl this young little kid like standing next to rachel just starts screaming uncontrollably he's like You just fucked that kid's life up, man. And he makes the saddest little horse sound when he's getting eaten by the propeller. And, and <laughs> eaten by the propeller? 
Can you get eaten by a propeller? Yeah, that horse did. Um, Propellers eat water to go faster. In the than moment that, that happens, you're right. It made me laugh so hard. I'm, I'm laughing right now. Um, the, the the fairy just goes burr, burr. Yeah. <laughs> like it was like like a rap horn like bah, 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 yeah. bah, bah. it was really sad and at, after that point I was like Rachel I kind of hope that Samara kills you you're yeah, kind right. of a piece of shit and we're still getting one animal death per movie <laughs> yeah. oh yeah you guys couldn't give me one movie per our it. rule all right so she makes it to the island and what happens next she actually finds uh, Richard's uh, Samara's uh, father or adopted father. Yeah, she finds the farm. Well, she finds a, 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 someone on the island who's like that mother and that daughter. The daughter was like, basically, she's trying to find the farm and she meets this woman who lives on the island with her kid who's also got some kind of weird mental issue. And um, I, I say weird. I just mean he's got some kind of mental issue. I'm not trying to like disparage anyone with like mental Sorry, problems. I already said funny farm on this episode. Yeah. So so the mom's like... Is like against the rules now? I don't think so. Is it so. ever not against the I rules? I think it's fine. But There's like a movie called Funny Farm <laughs> with Tom Hanks, I think. I think it's Chevy Chase. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, anyway. but it's actually about a farm, so I don't think that counts. <laughs> so anyway, she finds this woman who's like, oh, yeah. No, that girl, that woman tried to have so many kids and she just couldn't do it. And then she finally had Samara, and she's like, sometimes you just know some people are evil and not right. And so um, basically the woman that she's talking to before she gets to uh, Brian Cox's farm is basically like, yeah, they were pretty fucked up. Like they, something was wrong with them. Something was evil about that girl. And we all on this island knew it. And that's where they kind of leave it. Then she goes to Brian Cox's farm, who's the the father of Samara and also the the husband of Anna. Right. And, and that seems that to be scene. a trend in these Japanese remakes. She knocks on a door, no one answers. She's like, "Well, I'm just gonna wander around and let myself in." And she starts just walking around this guy's farm and starting to see all the different places from the movie. She's like, "Oh, I recognize that window." She starts recognizing imagery yeah. from that the the tape, and then she sees Brian Cox working on a fence. Right. And then he's like, "Sup." Oh, didn't she, didn't she say, the- I'm a reporter looking into something? And he's like, reporters just want to share their agony. Why do you want to keep sharing people's agony and right. misery on the rest of the world? Because he's like, yeah, every once in a while, people come back and ask about the horse suicides. The horse suicides. <laughs> it's, like, it's just so weird to say. But once she reveals she has additional information about him having a daughter, which he denies exists... And asks about his wife. She does not break into that news easily. She's like, I have a tape, and I think it's from your dead wife. Oh, it's like, wow. And he loses his shit at that point. Well, he's got like a bay hook. Yeah. Uh, hey, a, a bay, a bale, bail. A hay bale hook. Uh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> and he like grabs it like he's about to strike yeah. her with it. The movie definitely like tricks you into thinking he's going to kill her right then and oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he think. drops it and the frame follows him and kind of like they really build up like, and then he, it's that classic misdirect where he just like throws it on the counter or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I guess my day is going to be more complicated than I thought. And then he's like, he's like, look, <laughs> they, I have a whole list of shit to do and you bring this to <laughs> yeah. my plate. It's pretty much what he and says. And he's pretty much like, like, look, it's taken care of. It's the past. I don't want to talk about it. The You know, like, they're gone. Leave it at that. And he gets fucking pissed. And he's like, get the fuck out of here kind of thing. And instead of leaving, she goes and sneaks into his house and starts snooping around. Right. Which conveniently has the tape that Noah couldn't find just sitting in the VCR. The original, like, recordings of the uh, Samara's, like, um, institute Like, evaluations. Sessions. Yeah. And uh, during this, she talks about having hurting people but not wanting to, or at least that's the way they want to misdirect the audience into yeah. thinking. And yeah, because the doctor asks her, um, 
fuck, what was the last question he asked her? That was like the real shocker question. And then the, I don't know, he asked her some question that would blow the plot wide open and the tape conveniently just stops there. They were like, you know what? We don't need to record anymore. And the tape just stops. So one big piece of information that you learn from these tapes is in the file that Noah is looking at, I forgot we got to talk about this, but in the file that Noah's looking at, there's a bunch of X-ray film with images, imagery of like the tree we saw earlier and like a window from the the, the cabin. Right. And all this. so you basically, it looks like um, these like Art Nouveau kind of x-ray pieces and you find out in these sessions that Samara sees things and they get imprinted onto film. Like so the stuff she sees in her head is actually being imprinted onto film and you'll find out later that all the stuff that's on this video, Samara has put, taken her pain and anger and all the other stuff that she has in her and projected it onto this tape. It's like the Silent Hill movie. Yeah, she's projected all this stuff on a tape and that's what that's how she infects this tape with her this hatred. This movie is really long. It's <laughs> very long. We're getting there though. We're almost there. So, <laughs> so while she's yeah. watching this tape, um, Brian Cox, Richard Morgan, um, comes up behind her, sees that she's watching the uh, the, the lab the sessions tape. tape. The sessions Excellent tape. jump scare. I mean, it is shot yeah, shit so solid. This whole movie, the cinematography in this movie is exceptional. It is really, really Even good. Even with the blue filter across yeah. the entirety of the movie, which yes. I thought worked fine. Um, and he knocks her in the back of the head. And it looks like he's carrying some sort of like giant power switch or something. She should have been. Like, he's got like up. power. Well, like he knocks her in the back of the head. She gets knocked out, and then she wakes up. She comes to, and he's walking through the house, and he's got power cords and a um, a six outlet thing on his neck, and he's like walking around with like a toaster in his hand. And he's got a TV. And all this stuff is, and he's walking into this room, and she like follows him, like, "What are you doing?" And there's water everywhere. There's water in the hallway at yeah. this point. And basically, like Brian Cox is like, y'all, you, you all will never stop. This can never end. You don't understand. She was evil. They had Does to he die. Say he, you? he says I thought, she will yeah. never stop. He, yes. And you made me realize that when you came in today, bringing this up again, she I will thought never it was over, stop. but it is not over. And so he basically like has the TV and all these electronics plugged into multiple switches and outlets and cables, and he's standing in a a bathtub full of water that's leaking all he over. He wants the floor. to make a thousand percent sure this works because a toaster and a bathtub would have worked just fine. I was going to say that. It oh, he's like not taking overkill. any chances. And then he sits the fuck down in a bathtub. And as she's about to get like run into grab him, Noah shows Bad up idea. out of nowhere and pulls her back. And he's like, "No, don't do it." And I was like, "You dumb bitch!" Like, I'm sorry to like call her that, but like. A man just dumped into a bathtub with a bunch of electronics, electrocuted, blew himself up, and you're going to go grab him? Like, it, what kind of dumb decision? You have a child. You've got to be smarter yeah. than this. It's exceptionally hard for me to believe that she is as good at her job as the movie like props her up to be, as we're all supposed to pretend she's this exceptional reporter who can just blow off her boss. But this movie is just a litany of poor decisions that she has made from the beginning to the end. She couldn't investigate herself out of a target. No. Let alone she, find she killed the horse. I think okay. the film wants us to think she's like one of those eccentric types that is super good at one thing and nothing else. No, but Maybe. she's not even that good at that. She couldn't investigate <laughs> that my presence near this horse is pissing this horse off. She couldn't figure out that she riddle. She put those clues together. <laughs> Maybe she's trying to hug it to back to, to calm it down. Oh. I don't know. So Brian Cox has killed himself knowing that Samara is never going to let this go. Noah has now figured out that Samara was imprinting these pictures onto the tape. Um, also, they realized that the last known whereabouts was um, the like, cabin. 
the cabin. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is the the mom because uh, Brian Cox tells um, Rachel that like the mom killed Samara and dumped her in a well or something like that. That comes to light at some point during that scene. She kind of gives some visions here and there. Samara does. She'll give you just enough information to kind of push you along. Right. Well, was that on the needed. videotape? Did Samara put that on the videotape? Well, no, remember she has a vision of the mother actually putting the bag over the daughter's head. I know, head, was that on the videotape? Where was no, that? that wasn't on no, it was okay. just like a vision okay. or something. Straight okay. up vision. Which she doesn't, which hadn't existed up to that point in exactly. the movie. That's so that's what's confused confusing. Me. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, where did that come from? And they're so like, how long could that, someone survive in a well? Yeah, you find out Samara was dropped in a well by the mom, and then the mom killed her the mom like killed herself and the horses killed themselves after Samara died. You find out that Samara Lots is Lots of cause suicide in this movie. Of all this death and destruction that basically has been happening in the wake of all this stuff because the kid was evil, they killed the kid and the kid wants revenge now. And where is the well? It's under the floorboards of that fucking cabin out in the middle of nowhere from the beginning of the where movie. Where the movie started. So we're going back what? to where the film began. They go over there, her and Noah race over there and like... I don't believe building code would let you build a cabin over a well. Right. Just throwing that out there. And it doesn't seem up, like a legal building. They show up to the cabin and they're like, there's nothing here. I don't know what to do. And then uh, Rachel's like, I guess I'm going to die. Please take care of our son. Yeah, and, and then he knocks over a, a glass No, he vase. throws a fucking tantrum. He doesn't okay. just knock over. Noah throws like a three-year-old tantrum. He starts ripping shit Which off the wall. Which is maybe why they're not together. Maybe he was and, just that immature. Yeah. And because they're in. There's enough immature in the relationship without him. Yeah. But there. It, it's like, again, that little like seven-year-old kid is the most mature yeah, person in this right. entire family. He loses, but they go the cabin and they find like another room in there, right? Because they're in some room that looks like a child's room from hell. Oh no no! They th- that's back at the uh, the lighthouse area inside the um, the barn is oh, where they were right. keeping Samara. How did we forget that? Yeah. So basically, Brian Cox, like they because the kid was like evil, evil. They basically made a fake kids room in the top of the barn to keep her out there, and that's why she hated the horses because they kept her up at right. night, and that's why she made the horses die. But I will say, if they based that kids room off of, I can only assume what they saw other kids rooms look like in horror movies. It almost oh, yeah. looked like a dollhouse. Yeah, it had like a, the scary rocking horse, the scary music box, the little TV. So all right, so I, I got those two rooms confused. And behind the wallpaper in that fake little right. kids room. There's a picture of the tree, a red tree that you actually identify as being on the hill near that cabin. That's how they know they have to go back to the cabin. Yes, because right. they see a little blood, and and Noah's like, "What? What's this?" And then he obviously touches it because why wouldn't he? And then he starts pulling it away. You see the tree. Everything in this movie is made of wood, so I guess I got those locations confused. Okay, they go back to the cabin. He throws his tantrum. To your point, he, th- he breaks the vase and which has what marbles in it? Or yeah, something? I don't know. Yeah, it's a filling. Oh, they, yeah. they, they it's like do marbles that. or BBs, yeah. and they start rolling to this depression in the ground. You realize, oh, there's a dip in the floor here. So immediately they grab an axe and start cutting open the floor. I was like, there goes your deposit right there. Yeah, you know, you and they that back. good thing you used American Express, lady. <laughs> <laughs> they cut open the floor and they realize that under the floorboard there is a hollow area with a well that's been covered right below them. Right, and it is the well from the visions where you realize Samara was dumped down. And they you know would it's definitely hear that without needing an axe. If you were walking with shoes over a wooden floor that is just over a hollow area, it would make a hollow area sound. You wouldn't need magic to with figure that out. With a wet well underneath it, the wood's going to swell. That yeah. whole place would need work constantly. No, that's probably why you don't have to pay in advance. They're just amazed anyone will <laughs> stay there. 
Hey, they keep staying there. We're Again, it's them. it's a death cabin. Like you, this is the kind of place you go when you want to risk possibly getting like kidnapped and beaten mm. to death. So, if we have not made it clear, the name Ring comes from the shape that is made when you are down inside the well and the lid is put on. Yes, it makes a ring of light coming into the darkness. Right. So they get in the well. Rachel gets in the well. She fall. I don't even remember. So so basically, they're like they're like they pull the lid off because the well is covered with a piece of wood. Yeah, they pull that off. And that like, was it, by the way. That's how they close that well up. They're just like put some wood on it. They're like, oh my god, do you think that's going to happen? And then so at that, that's the exact moment when the sun is setting, and this is when Rachel should die. Yeah. So he's like. She's like, oh my God, I'm running out of time. Do you think she's down there? At that point, the sun sets, a TV up in the room basically shifts, slides down this piece of wood that was at an angle next to them because they didn't bother securing anything around the giant my hole they just cut. Um, it slides down, hits Rachel, knocks her into the well. Uh, she falls all the way down the well. Noah says, I'm going to go get some rope and get you some help. The well is still open. He goes to get some rope, and at that point, the well starts closing itself, and that's when you see the the kind the of um, the solar eclipse effect yeah. on the lid with the light leaking. And this in. is where we get the vision of what happened to Samara. This is where we find out exactly what happened to her, and she's down in the bottom of this well, and she's like, "Noah, Noah." Can I say my mind must have just thought it was too stupid how she fell in that well? It must have just cut that out because I remember her going, "Oh my God, I'm out of time." I remember her being in the well. I do not remember this whole yeah, TV, TV slides <laughs> down like. And Rube Goldberg device they created. It it turns on with the static that we've seen throughout the entire movie before the video starts. And then it slides down, hits her, knocks her in the well, which falling that far down a well, she's going to sustain some damage. amazingly lucky. She's unscathed. Why would they close? It doesn't matter. Well, it was full of water, so it might have softened a little bit. Let's also remember that this was 2002. We were still using tube TV, so that TV was pretty damn heavy. Yeah, how did it not fall on her and kill her? Well, it was still plugged in, so it like hit the end of the cord. And, like, oh it hit God. her and stopped. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely kind my of my like, iPhone falls and it pulls the plug out the wall. A tube TV <laughs> is going to keep the plug in the wall. You have to you have to suspend some disbelief on this. So she's down in the well. We get the whole flashbacks of like Samara's history. Right, I remember the, like what happened to her. She starts to be like, oh my God. She finds it. She, yeah, a skeleton. She, she pulls the like rotted dead skeleton. Well, okay, right. She she sees the hair. And then she thinks oh. it's Samara, like as a body, and she's like holding it, and then it reveals that it's just a skeleton. Yes, a remarkably so well preserved skeleton. She thinks, she's, yeah, mm-hmm. in a in a well with water, that yeah. thing is decomposed so fast. Even the skeleton's all fucked yeah. up. And this is where the movie kind of gives you a red herring and thinks thinks it's over. Yeah, thinks we've solved the mystery by finding right. her body. She has solved the mystery, and that should save her well, life. I, yeah, I touched on it because that's where they're like, oh, how long could someone survive in a well? And then. Rachel's like seven days and it yes. clicks. That's why the length of time it yeah. takes to kill you after you watch the tape. To be fair, I like the concept of all that. It all made sense, but yes, you know it, I'm beating up on a this. lot of yeah. it. Like just kind of like very like, Oh, by the way, I'm beating up on this movie, but I actually really do like it. And I won't talk about my grave mistake, but I think there's just like one change that would have made this movie go from not bad to really good. So they go back to the city. Yeah. Wrap it up. They, wrap it up for us. <laughs> bring it home, Gary. Bring it home. So they basically find the body Case closed. I don't know if they ever called the cops to tell them that they no, found the body. No cops in this universe. I think universe. they're just like, hey, we found a dead body. We yeah. solved this. Let's just go home. This is a, no, well, no, they do they because she it. mentions, yeah, they're going to bury it. Okay, so they, they think they put it to rest. And then they go home. And they're like, well, thank God we solved that problem, right? Yeah. And then cuts to Noah back in his apartment. So um, Rachel and Aiden are in their place. And he's yeah. like, did you take care of it? And she's like, yes. Cut to Noah. 
Um, well, in his, he, hold on. No, it cuts back and forth. It okay, cuts back and okay. forth. I'll get to that. I haven't forgotten. Um, it cuts to Noah in his house, and then his TV turns on. Because remember, Noah watched it a little bit after Rachel. Right. So the next day, his TV turns on, and he's like, what the fuck? And he goes and turns it off, and then it turns itself back on. Basically reminiscent of all the shit we've seen from the beginning of these right. movies when this stuff's been going on. <clears throat> and then the video starts playing, and he's like, oh my God, like, like what the hell? So Noah is standing there watching this thing right. play out. And the water comes. The water starts pouring out of his TV. Cut back to Rachel and Aiden, and he's like, did you take care of it? And or did you did you figure that what you needed to do out? And she's like, Yes, we got her out of the well and we we took care of it. And he's like, What did you do? Like the kid's yeah. like, What did you do? And he's like, she's like, We got her out. And he's like, You weren't supposed to do that. Why would he not lead with that information? Why would he wait until she comes home How to does tell he them know that? this also? Well, she he said, Oh yeah, she talks to me or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So See? she talked to her son, because remember, it's not it's such a non like important part, but she does call him when he's she's out on the island because she left him with like the worst babysitter on earth, and he's just drawing fucking circles. Oh yeah, he's, he's just drawing creepy shit. And she somehow didn't notice that, but she's like, Oh, Aiden, it's your mom, and she's like, Oh, why'd you draw the lighthouse? Really irrelevant information up until right now when he could have said on that phone call, do not take her out of that well. But he was like, eh, we'll save that information maybe, for later. Maybe he thought no one was dumb enough to do that. Again, maybe this kid is the more mature, <laughs> smart one out of the parents. He's like, well, they're not dumb enough to move a corpse. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And so anyway, he's like, oh my God, you weren't supposed to let her out. She was like, she, that's where she was supposed to stay. What have you done? Yeah. Cut back to the apartment. So in, also, if that's where she's supposed to stay, it's doing a piss poor job of containing her. Well, it's not supposed to contain her. It's just you're not you're not making it worse. But okay. anyway, you're not helping. You're not agitating the situation more than it already is. So cut back to Noah's apartment, where at this point Samara is coming out of the well, climbing towards the TV, climbing through the TV, yeah. attacks Noah. Great scene because even and this is pretty impressive. I'd say for two thousand two, because even when she left the TV, she still looked like the the video. She had the effects was, of the video. Yeah, it was pretty dope. And. So she attacks Noah. I can't Noah. see it now without watching. I don't remember which of the many terrible, scary movies it was where they had the TV mounted, and so she crawls out and just falls flat on her ass. Actually, a fairly funny scene. Totally ruined it. I've for never, I've never seen any of those scary movies. movies yes, probably. scary movies. No, I knew it was one of them. Like I don't remember which scary movie yeah. it was. So anyway, this is like really intense scene. You guys are derailing this, okay? <laughs> so it attacks Noah in a typical fashion, makes him look like the decomposed corpse where yeah. his heart stopped, basically, and he's sitting in a chair somehow. But basically, it attacks Noah, cut to Rachel driving to Noah's house frantically, running upstairs, going inside, turning the chair around and seeing Noah all fucked up and then realizing, oh, my God, we didn't fix this. Freaks out, leaves. And as she's leaving, the girlfriend of Noah is getting on the elevator to go upstairs (laughs) to Noah's apartment. And she just stands there and watches her do this and doesn't tell her to stop. Rachel's such an asshole. She's such a fucking (laughs) asshole. Like she could have been like, don't go upstairs. He's dead. You don't want to see this. But no, she just lets the girlfriend go upstairs to experience that firsthand herself. Yeah, yeah another life ruined thanks to Rachel. Another life ruined because of Rachel. <laughs> maybe she wanted to watch the tape because she was still jelly. And, then, <laughs> and she runs, maybe. She's like, no one gets that dig but me. Um, so she runs back home and then she's like, oh my God, what happened? I don't know what to do. And then she realizes that the tape that she watched underneath the couch has the word copy on it. Right. And then she realizes the reason she didn't die is because she made a copy of the tape. And that plays back to Brian Cox's thing of like, she wants to spread her hatred and anger onto everyone. And that's what she does, basically meaning Samara. 
So then Rachel realizes, and Amy Watts realizes that if you make a copy of this tape and spread this on someone else, you're then yeah. safe. It's like it follows, except 14 years earlier. I was going to say that. That was de- reminiscent of that film. That's for sure. when I was like, did I just watch? Because I didn't actually fully understand the ending. I thought it was, I actually thought it was exactly It Follows, and it would just kill people in reverse chronology. Now I can't say it, Mark. <laughs> but no, it's Garrett. Reverse chronological order from how they watched it. Yeah. Uh, so they're making a copy of the tape. She she takes Aiden, the kid, to go make a copy of the tape. And the kid, being a 45-year-old intelligent male, um, so for some reason, is like, she's like, this is what we're going to do. You're going to make a copy of the tape. You'll be safe. And he's like, yeah, but what happens to the next person who finds this tape? What happens to them? Basically alluding to, someone's going to die if they watch this. I felt like he and was then, alluding and, to us because it cuts right to the ring logo when he says that. Well, no, she like looks at him and then it maybe, just rings Maybe, but like up. it's basically, he's like, he's like, what happens to the next person that watches this? And she kind of looks at him like, yeah, they're going to die. Like she yeah. just gives him the, the eye look of like, look, we got to do what we got to do to survive. So again, and this actually, the director says the ring was not so much about that circle that we see, but the, the word the ring is supposed to refer to the secular nature of the entire process. One would say the circle of life, if you will. The circle of this whole curse type thing, yes. So um, so that's where the movie ends. It ends with um, like basically the kid going, what happens to the next person who watches? Because like, they know that they're creating more of these tapes to spread this evil. And the kid realizes it. And Amy Watts is like, who cares? Like, just fucking right. deal with Rachel it, Rachel does kid. not care about anyone seemingly except apparently her kid but only cursorily because she does she's not a great mom either um so how she, do you keep that kind of thing to yourself too i don't know she finds her ways that's the ring boy so yeah it ends and then you get the credits which are very minimal that i thought was the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie mm-hmm. and that's it do we ever they never really touch on why she's so evil samara right she was born evil she I'm was sure. kind of like she was just because the thing is the mom has like I think it was like 16 miscarriages. Like the mom was just not supposed to have kids. And then they found a way to keep her pregnant. And that kid came out evil. And then everyone kind of probably expands on it. You know, the sequel always. Well, from what I understand, (laughs) Ring 2 brings back Naomi Watts and Aiden. And Samara is now trying to possess Aiden and come back to life. No, all right. Something along those lines. Oh, weird. I haven't seen any of the, the sequels. Either. And then we have Rings that came out Which in 2017. Which is the newest one, right? Yeah. Right. Has so, anybody seen that? I watched Mark it. and I have, yes. Oh, yeah, you poor I bastards. I watched it yesterday because uh. I was like, I kind of want to know what's up with this. To my shock and surprise, guess who's in this film? Leonard Adam from Scott. The Big Bang Theory. Not him. <laughs> <laughs> is it Adam Scott? No, I wish. Damn. No, it's Adam Scott, the unofficial mascot of the Grape Talk. Is podcast. it Elizabeth Banks, no. <laughs> our arch nemesis? <laughs> Nobody associated with any content that we put out. Um, it's the it's the kingpin. Oh, um, D'Onofrio? Yes, Vince he is. D'Onofrio is he in does uh, Cox's role. I loved. Den- Wait, how does no, he does no, Cox no? Or- he's not the same guy. No. No, this is her biological father. Oh. Cox was her adopted father. Oh, okay. You can see why I was confused. <laughs> Wait, so Samara was adopted? Yes, because there's a lady on the island. She goes and speaks to a doctor of the island and says, at some point they went away on a vacation and came home with a kid. Oh, that's right. They mentioned yeah. that. Brian Cox mentions that he was yeah. never, she was never supposed to have one because she couldn't have one of her right. own. Right. And she got one somewhere. So D'Onofrio was the biological father of Samara? Correct. Oh my God, tell me this movie's amazing. He's a blind priest. Tell me this movie's amazing. It's actually not terrible. It's not great. It's It's... just a movie you can have on. It's the grudge of ring movies. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, I I watched it with a few other people last night and we all kind of were like, eh. 
Does it give you more backstory? I mean, does it give you like decent backstory on Samara, or is it like a little like quick like one and done? Well, John didn't even realize it was a different guy. In my defense, <laughs> since we weren't doing this, in my defense, I was hung out on, I was yeah. on heroin. No, since we weren't doing this technically for the podcast, uh, I didn't necessarily watch it with my full attention. I may have also been playing WoW while I was on. You so. can't watch a movie and play WoW at the same. I mean, I guess you, you would could. be surprised. It's very possible. I, I was tired when I watched it, and I actually fell asleep for a few moments uh, during it. So. But I would okay. say this movie is worse than the original Ring. Probably, uh, probably better than the Grudge, though. Or it's very at, it's at par with the grudge. It's not, for me personally, it's how I would put rings. There's a couple things about this movie though. The, the original ring or the the Americanized ring that uh, until Stephen King's 2017 uh, it remake, this movie was the highest grossing horror remake in history with a worldwide gross of like 249 million dollars wow. and a 48 million dollar budget. That is insane. So many people got to retire. Like you think, or yeah. Rich Cats just got richer. Well, yeah, to be, that's to more likely. Verbinski has a pretty high payout. I mean, that guy's pretty famous. Well, I mean, yeah, so. The Ring, Pirates of the Caribbean, while less good than The Ring, probably made him way more money. I bet that guy's got a pool. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, One probably. day, maybe I'll have a pool. <laughs> there is a pretty cool thing. I, I did the read this also that uh, in the first week of release in the U.S. and Canada, certain theaters actually put copies of the cursed tape in seats for unsuspecting viewers as freebies. And the oh, cursed video cool. is now available as an Easter egg feature on the DVD. So they would actually like, they had like the video and they mm-hmm. would like just have the, them in the seats and you could take it home. That's cool. That's fucked up. Like, honestly, if there was a tape in my seat and I saw that movie, I would just be like, who wants this shit? I bet a million people, I would have taken it. I'd be like, of course yeah, you would have, sure. but I would have been like, nope, not uh, even fucking with it. Would yeah, you recommend this, movie this was film? was a phenomenal, yes. I would highly recommend this film. I don't too. know if I'd highly recommend Well, yes, I would. Actually. I, I would. I, I thought would. this was one of the better horror movies we've watched. Again, I thought it I, flowed well. I thought, I thought the unraveling of the mystery was actually very compelling. Like, I wanted to see what this was about. I wanted yeah. to see That's how this true. tape was made. Um, now, some there's some silly things. Like you said, the TV smashing into her and knocking into the well. I mean, you're going to have those moments, right? But right. overall, like the uncovering of the clues and everything else I thought was pretty fun to watch. That's true. I was never bored while watching this movie, so. Does this movie have a grave mistake? I have one, I think. Yes. Okay, what is it? I think the character of Rachel is really poorly written. I everything that I've complained about in this movie is essentially Rachel related. I think that she did so many cliche dumbass horror things that it's hard to believe that she is who the movie wants me to believe that wait, she is. Wait a minute. This is the movie you have a problem with the main character doing stupid horror horror things. Every movie I've ever said that about you're like you just kind of kind of no, accept I that. No, I get it, but she's borderline incapable of functioning as a human being. One could argue most of these people <laughs> in these movies are borderline incapable of but I feel often, like Tucker and Dale are the most put together <laughs> characters in horror movies we've Fair. seen so far. Often they're teenagers or young adults. You know adults. why he's so critical? Because this is not a horror film, it's a mystery. Film. <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> no. no. It's because I'm led to we are led to believe that she is a exceptional reporter which takes a special kind of person of which Rachel is not. At the very least it would take an observant person. That's my piece. I think the Rachel character could have been written much stronger. I actually think they almost did a better job of it in Rings. Um, so you say Rachel is the grave mistake of this movie. Per, well, I think as written, I think that they're... Well, yes. as written is the Rachel we got. So yes. Rachel is the grave mistake of this movie. Yes. All right. I like Do you it. have one? You know, I, I think I mentioned it earlier in the thing. I think if the movie was about 20 minutes shorter. I think if we could we could tighten up some of this stuff, I think also giving me any kind of reason why this kid is the way he is prior to all the bullshit happening. 
Again, every time that kid spoke, uh, you know what? Okay, my grave mistake is that kid. Mm. I'm gonna, he was I'm gonna my second it. grave mistake. I'll, I'll take extra 20 minutes of movie if I could just understand why this kid is A, talking like he is. I mean, that's fine. Some kids, you know, are very mature. Some kids are smart and that's fine. But like, he's like, Rachel, have you paid the bills yet? He, he's you know, talking like, Rachel, we have to go. We're going to be late. Because that's how the kid in the sixth sense, was it Haley Joel Osmond. Oswald? Yeah, Osmond. That's how he Haley talked. Haley Joel Oswald. That's how he talked in the sixth sense. And that's how they were like, we just want that kid. Just be that kid in this movie. You think so? That's. I mean, that was like a, a motif in movies during that yeah, period. He, he's written, he's supposed to be an eccentric weirdo who doesn't have a childhood. He's beyond his years in understanding and things like that. So he's coming off as creepy. But he was like that before any of the crazy shit started going right. down. So either A, what happened to him before? Yeah. B, they would call him quote unquote gifted or special or yeah. touched or something think, like that touched that might mean something different mark i think you know what maybe that is what happened maybe maybe that's why yeah, noah's right. not allowed to come around anymore i'm not getting into anything like I that i'm just saying i think we need backstory on this kid i also think it might just be that the kid wasn't a strong enough actor to pull off the role as like maybe people had wanted it to be you think that they were like you need to be kind of like serious about this and he just didn't know how to tone it down just yeah, a tad maybe he, make it kid like bingo that's what i think i think okay. that probably but i agree with you i he after rachel i mean rachel's like 10 <laughs> steps above him he was my second least favorite part hmm. mark what's your great mistake i actually don't have one. Oh yeah and it's not for i'm sure there's reasons i just couldn't think anything but oh. i'll go with one of those two if you if you think a lead or the supporting character really took you out of the movie then i can see that just every time that kid showed up it was just like i just had a hard time accepting that he was like that for any good reason and that always kind of made it feel weird. It was just like, well, if you knew that, why didn't you say something? Mm. Oh, if you're doing this, why didn't you? Uh, why yeah. why aren't you telling her like, hey, your dress is on the couch already? Don't let her look around for twenty well, minutes. She, you know, he, like, how did he even get that dress? Did she? He, did he oh, go that into kid's creeping through that house quietly <laughs> yeah. with that fucking attitude? Going like, good morning, Rachel. But I'd be he, like, yo, you got to maybe. Oh, maybe he's like Samara. Wasn't she sleeping before she, that scene? So yes. He, so and she wasn't even fully dressed. I mean, there's a lot of questions don't get about me wrong, the relationship. Though, I loved that scene. I think you guys are just really. <laughs> Where Naomi Watts was kid. like getting ready, and she like I was like, oh, I was like, I don't know who this actress is, but I am into it. And that's what was like. That's Naomi Watts. I was like, I have no idea who the fuck that is, but I'm into this. <laughs> but um, Mark, I have a question for you. Did okay. you notice the uh, the punk stickers on um, Noah's? locker in his room i missed that so he's got a bad religion sticker and i noticed that and i was like oh that's fucking cool bad religion and so when i was actually doing research because mm-hmm. um, i mentioned it i was like i was like yo check it out bad religion when we were watching it nice and then he also had a large Fre- large frederickson sticker he had a um descendant sticker on his locker and i was like oh that's really cool and as i was doing research about this movie i found out that gore Verbinski actually directed a bad religion video in 1994 whoa that's and cool. he was he did a bunch of other work for Epitaph. So he like put all those stickers on the locker as an ode to like the punk bands that he likes and stuff like that. I was like, that's really fucking cool. But I didn't know if you noticed the Bad Religion sticker no, or not. No, I didn't. I was probably looking down, taking notes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's cool. Epitaph drops. Uh, got some, some uh, good exposure ones too. It was like there, The huh? Refuse, The Descendants, yeah. Lars Fredrickson. I was like, these are some good ass bands. You know, sitting here thinking about if I had a, a, a something that I would change, um, I would say that maybe I would have liked to seen more kills on screen. Um, maybe actually seen one of the scenes of the people because it always kind of flashed away when they were getting 
turned or scared to death. You know, I think that's that, that PG thirteen. Yeah. play it safe. So I, I would have liked to maybe seen a little more with that. She's also kind of limited on how she's going to kill, so the kills could become repetitive very easily. Yeah, I think if we had seen it, it would have actually made those scenes a lot less scary because I like the idea of not knowing yeah. what happened. You're, you're because... building the moment in your mind rather than seeing it with I mean, your eyes. All I can imagine is she's just staring at him and they die. And like distort, like she doesn't do any kind of physical. It's kind attacks. of weird. Zoom into her eye, and then yeah. it cuts to whatever, and they're and they're distorted, zombified, or whatever. So. Yeah, it was the thing is she was pretty scary, like looking, and I was like, yeah. we never saw like full on, but we saw enough to where I was like, I think the not seeing it definitely worked in the favor of yeah. it because when you saw stuff, now I think it would have been cool if like you're right, maybe some of the kills were varied. Like maybe like you know someone was missing a jawbone or right something like that. A little more been. variety on kill might have uh, helped. But I don't know if that necessarily is necessary because I think she just had her one thing that she did and yeah. That, you know it'd be cool again not to like drag this out, but what if when she killed those people like they got put into the video? I was thinking like what that, if like yes. their image somehow got like put into the video or maybe another video that was going around like. That would have been that would be interesting. Like their images get put into like her kill vision or kill vision, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. A like, compilation of her greatest hits. Kind of like it's in Hellraiser, resume. like the yeah. victims get put into that like totem thing. Like yeah. you know, that would have been cool if like she could have incorporated them into the video. Because what if you saw someone you knew on that video? That'd be fucked up. That would be fucked up. Yeah, but. Like I said, I, there's not. I wouldn't change a whole lot. Don't be honest, because I liked it. Um, maybe another in, in tightening up the uh, main character and the kid, the Damien-esque child. <laughs> um, any other thoughts? None. I liked it. Yeah, I, dug I did it. too. Go I would check recommend it, out. it. It's streaming somewhere, right? How did we watch this one? I forget. I rented it from Amazon. Okay, I watched it on your account, Mark. All right. <laughs> well, go find it. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. All right. See you later. See. You. Oh, 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 oh,